I'm Richard Pyatt. Glad to have you back with us as we visit once again with the United Way of South Central Michigan and President, CEO, Chris Sargent. Hello, Chris. Hello, Richard. Thanks for this opportunity. This is pretty exciting. We're talking about uh, a recent trip you made to the White House as part of an initiative called Communities in Action, Building a Better Michigan. Well, we sound all for that. What was this about, Chris? Well, yeah, it, it was an exciting trip, Richard, kind of a trip of a lifetime professionally for me. I appreciate the fact that a lot of the work that we do is very locally based, and yet uh, being able to partner uh, statewide and nationally as a part of this trip and being at the White House. I always wanted to be at the White House and to be there professionally talking about the great work that we're able to do as United Ways, both in our community and across the state and country, uh, was a pretty big deal. The White House administration was really bringing a group of folks from across Michigan, and actually they've been doing this with other states, and I, I believe the intention is to do it with all 50 states, to really hear about the impact that CARES and ARPA federal funding over the last couple of years is having to support uh, our community. So we were able to come in and talk about that. Yeah. So the CARES and ARPA funding were uh, programs related to the COVID-19 pandemic and, and response to it at the federal level. This is money that, that came down to the states to uh, help with various things as the effects of the pandemic were being realized. And so now the White House is saying, we want to know how this worked out. That's interesting. So how did they go about determining who participated in this initiative? Yeah, so it's my understanding that in each of the states, they're bringing in elected officials at the city, county, and state level. They're bringing in um, you know, nonprofit leaders of organizations, uh, around veterans and seniors and, you know, organizations like United Way that serve the entire community. Um, and so there was about 30 of us there from all across the state, really to just, again, kind of highlight what we're doing. And they were sharing uh, some of the work that the administration has been in particular paying attention to and thinking about moving forward in the future. An example I give to that is uh, the child tax credit. Uh, was a great example that a lot of our families locally and across the country benefited from. And it was estimated that it decreased childhood poverty by a third. Oh so a real significant impact. It was for only a short period of time. It's, it was a pretty expensive investment. But if you think about the positive impact on kids as an example, um, that was a significant one. It has since expired, and there's discussion, you know, nationally across Congress about whether or not to be able to to reinvest in that. But it was looking at not only what they had been doing and some of the the resources, but also the future of what's possible uh, around things like child tax credit. So, what are some of the other examples that you were able to give? Obviously, they were looking for input from folks like you, you directly. Uh, what things did you point to as having been uh, supported by these funds and you could report back on that progress? One of the things that we highlighted was around CARES funding. And I realize we're using acronyms, but most people know them by those. Um, and that funding really uh, helped the nonprofit sector as it did the business sector. 
So things like PPP or Paycheck Protection Program forgivable loans helped provide for businesses and nonprofits. Some people didn't uh, know that it supported the nonprofit community. Uh, to For those of us who didn't lay off staff, it also helped support that effort. And so uh, the nonprofit sector represents 10% of the employment uh, across the country. And so it's a critical sector, not only helping people in our community, but it employs, you know, 10% of, of everybody who's working. Mm-hmm. And so it allowed the sector to stay doing great things and being robust. So that, that was what we were able to talk about from a CARES perspective. The one that most folks are probably more familiar with is the ARPA dollars that yeah. came into local governments like cities and counties. And we worked very closely with you know, city of Kalamazoo, Battle Creek and Lansing, uh, as well as uh, Calhoun County and Kalamazoo County to be a source of funds that those municipalities were able to invest in United Way so that we could distribute out to nonprofits working on gun violence issues, uh, expanding basic needs like food and shelter availability over the last couple of years, small business loans and grants that United Way has been able to do in some of our communities and supporting uh, our volunteer income tax assistance program or the VITA program, uh, which provides free taxes uh, for those who are income eligible. And then also subsequently returns millions of dollars back into community and tax refunds. So did the White House talk at all about what they hope to gain from this reporting from you and others in Michigan, and what did they hope to uh, to learn from it that they could then take back and apply somewhere, I presume? There was a reason they were asking for this information. Yeah, I think they were trying to understand how quickly we mobilized resources in community and how effective and impactful those resources were. Got it. Unfortunately, in the narrative that we see far too often right now across the country, and obviously, uh, you know, Recently, with the election and the midterms, we hear a lot of partisanship. Sure. We spend too much money. We don't spend enough money. You know, uh, those types of things get talked about in very uh, simplistic ways. And what this effort was really trying to do is understand the impact of policy. So Mm -hmm. when the government is committing to tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars being invested out into the community to lessen the impact of COVID and the pandemic on, you know, families, families living below poverty level, working families, middle class families, et cetera. They really wanted to understand, were we able to make the impact in communities that those dollars were intended? For United Way locally, that meant over $6 million being invested in our footprint across the six counties that we serve, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Lansing, and Jackson generally. Mm-hmm. And for United Ways in Michigan, it meant over $147 million being invested back into local communities to make sure there was, again, like food and shelter and small business supports and you know, a variety of programs that had direct significant impact on helping families and businesses stay afloat. So the answer is yes, then. Uh, the funds were used as intended and the outcome was as intended. Is that true? I think simply the answer is absolutely Um, You know, United Way is always careful. We're not partisan. So we're not taking a position about the political side of things. But we are about good policy. 
we are about supporting vulnerable children and families, working families and seniors, and the whole continuum of those in our community that need a little extra at times to be able to get by and, and to survive. And these two particular programs dramatically allowed us to scale up resources beyond the private ones that we work with every day in the community mm -hmm. uh, from folks like you and I giving to United Way and other private foundations locally that are part of that and companies. This was in essence a doubling of those resources. So for every dollar that we're raising right now through an annual campaign, which we're in the middle of, and you know, we hope people will consider giving, we're able to more than double that because of these state and federal dollars that came in working with local municipalities and other partners. So that made a huge difference, a direct impactful difference. The week after the pandemic hit in March of 2020, all the way up to and including uh, today and beyond. So we've got resources filled that we're investing from those two programs and have had for the last two and a half years. So as you listen to stories from your counterparts across the state, were they pretty similar to what uh, you were experiencing in terms of how these dollars were being used in our regions? Similar stories or different? Similar stories with United Ways working with local municipalities in particular. And that's pretty new. So United Ways in the past have worked with, you know, uh, private and public organizations and resources. But when we think about the public side and the, you know, governments and municipalities, that's not always been like a long history of partnership and, and funding up until uh, most recently, these, these dollars that came in. And so I was sitting with a lot of leaders from city and county governments across the state. And just about everyone said, yeah, we worked with our local United Way because we're not grant makers. You know, we don't do this, you know, out in the community like United Way does. So they were kind of the expert resources and they could get money out quickly because they know how to do that. They know how to mobilize resources through the nonprofit sector. So as a result, I think there was a mutual benefit that government entities utilized United Way for our expertise and they had the resources for us to invest in the community. Fair enough. Before you go, you have to talk about what the experience was like. Uh, you got there. Did you get to go to the Oval Office? <laughs> uh, how did they do that? What was the uh, protocol? Yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, there's a there's a little bit of security and background checks and <laughs> COVID negative uh, things that you've got to do, the logistics, if you will. And, you know, there's a there's a few layers of security you got to get through. But um, it was pretty cool. I, I didn't realize this uh, until I got there. I've been in D.C. a number of times and toured on the outside. Sure. Um, but, you know, there's both the White House and then there's the Eisenhower Executive Office building, which is on the complex where most of these meetings and conversations happen. So, you know, we were on the on the complex uh, of the White House grounds, uh, but no, not in the Oval Office. What was really great, though, is we had a number of senior White House leadership come in and join us and speak with us, including Vice President Harris and Secretary of Energy Granholm, used to be our governor here in Michigan, along with a handful of other top White House official leadership, really talking about what they're trying to accomplish, how they're working in partnership with communities now and into the future, and what the next couple of years might look like. Uh, in terms of being able to continue that support as needed in our local communities. So it was a great opportunity to network and build relationships, to talk about the positive impact that we had 
for me, it, it felt great to, to be at that level and really talk about what goes on and happens in local communities on the ground and what we learned from the last two years that we can continue to utilize moving forward to help children and families right here in our community. Did you get the sense that when you left, they might come back to you wanting to have an update at some point? I did, and that's my hope. And I think uh, the public-private partnership we were able to talk about, you know, with United Ways in the nonprofit sector, working in partnership with local municipalities and government and the public sector was very eye-opening for everybody as a part of that experience. Mm. And it was like, we haven't utilized to that level what we've done in the last couple of years, and it worked very effectively. There's always opportunities to improve it but it was really effective in terms of getting money out in the ground. So for example, we saw a third increase in just the, the need for food in communities over the last couple of years. I believe it. So if you think about the great network of the food bank, the food bank councils, the local pantry systems, they do a great job every day getting healthy uh, foods and accessibility of those foods out into the community. And in the last two years, they've increased that by another third. Wow. So when you think about our impact and our ability to respond to you know, basic needs and the things that we wanna make sure that everybody has in their home, that was an example of how we're able to mobilize resources quickly and not have a lot of bureaucracy get in the way, which sometimes can unintentionally happen. Right. Well, we appreciate the update on on this and and uh, a little bit of your perspective on uh, well, you know, the exciting part of visiting the White House. Not uh, not a whole ton of Americans can say they get to do that, so that's kind of fun to listen to. Communities in Action: Building a Better Michigan is the program. Chris also mentioned the notion of the campaign and uh, information related to the United Way campaign right now. In the show notes, we'll link some uh, other discussions we've had about that so you can follow up if you wish to, to hear more about how you can help with that. Chris Sargent, United Way of South Central Michigan, thank you. Thank you, Richard. 